The WBEN All Local. All Local. A daily look at what's happening in Buffalo, Western New York, and the world. I'm Susan Rose. I'm Brian Mesrowski. As the Israeli-Hamas war escalates, Israel has announced what it calls a large-scale strike on terror targets in the Gaza Strip, responding to the surprise attack by Hamas militants Saturday that has left more than 1,200 people dead in Israel and some 150 people being held hostage, including Americans. This woman says her 12- and 16-year-old kids are among the hostages. She says she's unable to watch videos appearing to show her son in Hamas custody. I don't want to see it. I can't see my babies like, like, like nothing held by terrorists. It's not possible. Can you imagine your child like that? Israeli officials believe some hostages are being held underground in Gaza, where Hamas has built a 300-mile tunnel system. That's Andrew Dimbert reporting. President Biden spoke to a gathering of American Jewish leaders at the White House yesterday. He said that while the government is working to bring home Americans who have been killed or gone missing in Israel, he can't keep answering questions about it because of national security concerns. If I told you I wouldn't be able to get them home, folks, there's a lot we're doing. A lot we're doing. I have not given up hope of bringing these folks home. In the days ahead, we're going to continue to work closely with our partners in Israel and around the world. 22 Americans have been confirmed dead, another 17 unaccounted for. It's unclear at this point how many are being held hostage. Here in Buffalo, student safety on the minds of the Buffalo School Board as they looked for solutions yesterday. WBEN's Max Ferry was there. Buffalo Public Schools Superintendent Dr. Tanja Williams on Wednesday addressed the Board of Education for a special presentation and board meeting that highlighted safety and security plans that she has implemented and will continue to expand throughout her tenure. This special meeting comes exactly one week following a slashing that occurred at Riverside Academy where a 19-year-old non-student stabbed a 19-year-old male student with box cutters. This incident, among many recent others, have both teachers, students, and parents once again raising concerns about the safety in the school district. New prevention deliverables include mandatory professional development training for all building leaders and BPS security on gang affiliation and intervention, active shooter safety measures, and suicide prevention as well as daily debriefings between the Buffalo Public Schools and the Buffalo Police Department, in addition to training for principals on bullying awareness, intervention, and behavior screening for all students. And we want to do a quick screening. It's very quick. It's very easy. It's developmental so that children who are younger take a different screening than those who are um, older aged. But that's going to be huge, and it will again be another step in us being able to identify early if a child is having any issues. In addition, more security personnel is on the way for the district who will continue to undergo a large number of various school violence prevention and intervention training. So far this year, the district has hired an additional 12 more security officers and two new chief and executive directors at the helm for the security staffing team. Our goal is to get to 137 school security officers by the end of June 2025 and that aligns to our five by 2025 uh, visionary statements that we have. The school board and superintendent highlight the importance of having parent support and participation. You can hear the full meeting at WBEN.com. Max Ferry, WBEN.com News. All right, Max, thank you. The town of Cheektowagan, three hotels have reached a settlement that will see migrants moved out of the Dingen Street Hotel to another hotel on Genesee Street.
WBEN's Tom Puckett is here with the latest. The agreement reached in court calls for migrants to be moved out of a hotel on Dingens to hotels near the airport on Genesee Street by Monday. The deal also requires the town to limit the number of single male migrants who could be admitted to the hotel, says Supervisor Diane Benchkowski. It wasn't they were targeted. It was That was some of the issues that we've had, our police department has had in the past with a few major domestic violence assault issues on women. Benchkowski says while not perfect, the agreement puts the town in control of the situation. I think that they're just playing games with us. Cheektowaga Council Member Michael Jasinski. They're up in arms that, uh, you know, we have a temporary restraining order and they're still housing these people in the hotels. And, you know, we got seniors in our community that these illegal migrants have better cell phones, better food. You know, they're just getting better services. And, uh, you know, to, to me and, and the people who live in the town of Chitawaga feel that they have no rights and uh, they really have no right to be in our town. Jasinski says residents are worried about whether their kids can safely go trick-or-treating later this month. You can hear more online. Tom Puckett, WBEN.com News. Thank you, Tom. Another front office shakeup for the Bills and Sabres. John Roth recently appointed COO of both teams and the Bills general counsel, Catherine D'Angelo fired yesterday because the two were in a romantic relationship, according to the AP. Roth was appointed COO in July following the abrupt departure of Ron Rakuia. That's yeah, uh, not that long on the job. It was a busy day for the Sabres not long after that news broke. The team announced they signed defenseman Owen Power to a seven-year contract extension worth eight $8.35 million a year. It comes just days after the team agreed to a similar long-term deal with defenseman Rasmus Dahlin. And the puck drops tonight for the first time this season. Tage Thompson, who was close to 50 goals last season, talked about the excitement. Yeah, it was a long summer, and I think everyone in here is excited to get back to the regular season. Um, obviously, preseason games are nice to get under your belt and knock a little bit of the rust off, but there's nothing like a, a regular season game. It's a it's another level, another step, and um, I think that's what everyone's been waiting for. Yeah, I'm pumped for this one. Sabres take on the Rangers tonight, downtown, 7 o'clock. All right. Um, we can't overreact to one game, but no. this is going to decide how I feel about the team for the next two months. I think you're right. <laughs> you Isn't know? that how it goes with it's a lot how, of people? how things start. You yeah. can't over. Everyone's cup favorite this year is Edmonton. They lost 8-1 to one last night. In their opener. So, you know, just to kind of show you, it's a wow. one game. Anything can happen, yeah. but there's a lot of excitement. Uh, certainly will be in the building downtown later on tonight. I think with the Darlene signing and now yeah. Owen Power, I think there's just this big energy that's just right. ready to be unleashed. Um, I, and you're going to feel it. They, the team also announced yesterday they'll be wearing a special RJ patch on their jersey throughout like the that. year. You know, just kind of that added emotion in the building, as I'm sure that'll be mentioned. Uh, by the way, a street sign dedication before the game tonight. Uh, RJ Way in front of the arena. So going to be a lot of cool stuff going on downtown in Buffalo. Party in the plaza, too, just yeah. to get things started. Bringing it back. And uh, Brayton Wilson will be talking about fan excitement coming up uh, about 20 minutes from now. Lawmakers across the state argue algorithms which suggest content based on a user's perceived interests are keeping kids addicted to social media and are proposing legislation that would allow parents to opt their kids out of getting feeds based on those automated algorithms. 
Instead, kids would only see sites that they follow. Utah is also taking aim at algorithms. The state is suing TikTok, claiming the platform's algorithms are getting minors addicted. TikTok responding, saying the app has industry-leading safeguards and saying it will continue to work to keep its community safe by tackling industry-wide challenges. Meta, owner of Facebook and Instagram, says it too has parental supervision tools. And the company defends algorithms, saying they allow teens to find like-minded communities. That's Andrea Fujii reporting. I think it's very interesting. Um, You look at this, and I don't know about you, but I say, you know, immediately on the surface, this is a great idea, you know, to stop the addicting part of social media. And at the same time, If you ask me, do you want to lose your algorithm and all that suggested material? I kind of go, yeah, I know. I don't know, right? Right. Everyone's so addicted. It's hard to give it up. We all are. It's how I, uh, I know, you know, the algorithm, they keep you hooked on whatever, you know, Instagram, Facebook, uh, Twitter, you know, whatever it is. Eye candy. But it also kind of helps you find, I found like a lot of new bands and music and different things. I probably also spent a lot of money that I shouldn't have uh, just (laughs) on the social media suggestions. Some of it's good. Some of it's not so good. Right. Um, so that's an interesting one. Your exclusive WBEN 7 weather forecast. Clouds this morning with sunshine this afternoon. Highs today near 60 degrees. Tonight's partly cloudy and cool. Overnight lows in the mid-40s. And then on Friday, clouds on the increase with highs near 60. Rain returns on Saturday. With your exclusive WBEN 7 weather forecast, I'm Chief Meteorologist Aaron Minkowski. Paul Hamilton, Sabres Beat reporter for WGR, is with us live this morning on WBEN. Paul, on the eve of the Sabres season opener, we learn of another shakeup in the Bills and Sabres front office. What have you What have you learned? Yes, um, John Roth, uh, who they just, it wasn't that long ago that, you know, it was July when Ron Rakuya was fired by the Bills and owner Terry Pagula added executive vice president and COO to Roth's duties. And it was for both the Buffalo Sabres and the Buffalo Bills. He had been working for the Buffalo Sabres. Now, Catherine D'Angelo had been with the team since I believe it was 2016. And uh, she also was is no longer with the team because of a a relationship uh, that they had, and uh, it just, you know, the, the problem being that Roth was her boss. And uh, they, you know, so that was something that uh, they felt was inappropriate, and it, it cost both both people their jobs. All right. Well, uh, luckily for the Sabres, it doesn't really impact anything on the ice because that's where the excitement is. Paul, I, I am somewhere in between the, uh, I've seen two groups of people and uh, heard two groups of people. There are a group of people who think that everybody is going to have uh, their best year ever and Tage Thompson's going to score 60 this time and the uh, rookie goalie is going to be Dominic Hasek and the Sabres are going to be awesome. And then there's the group of people that's same old Sabres. What, uh, why would I ever have any expectations for the Sabres again after the last decade? And I'm somewhere in the middle, Paul. Uh, where should expectations lie? Well, most of those players just had their best seasons ever, you know, coming off. Now, one of the things that is big when you're a Buffalo Sabre, they talk all the time, you know, your your mission is to get better every day in some way, shape, or form in what you do. I'm the per- type of person, I believe Tage Thompson can be a consistent 50-goal scorer in this league. And he not, had he not been injured at the end of last year, I think he would have scored 50 last year. You know, Alex Tuck, 
might be more realistic to figure him around the 35-goal range, but I would never bet against Alex Tuck, you know, of getting 40 goals and, and being a 40-goal scorer. And Jeff Skinner, the, the big thing about big thing about Jeff Skinner last year was the assists. I mean, he had more assists than he by far than he ever had had before. And so not only was he scoring goals in the mid-30s, but he had so many more assists by playing with a guy like Thompson and Tuck. And I think that really enhanced his game where he got better. A guy like J.J. Paterka, we've seen breakouts. Two years ago it was Thompson. Last year it was Dylan Cousins. And I think J.J. Paterka could be the guy. He, he went to the World Championships for Germany and was voted the best player of the tournament, uh, the best forward. And, uh, you know, was one of the leading scorers with six goals and six assists in ten games. And I think he he got a lot of confidence with that. And I think he could build on that, that maybe he could be the next breakout player for the Buffalo Sabres. In terms of energy, what do the Rasmus Dahlin and Owen Power signings do, you know, here last night and just a couple of days before the opener? It's interesting because this was the plan all along for Kevin Adams. You draft well, you develop your players, and you pay your own. Well, that's what he said when he was the GM, when he first became GM, but he couldn't prove it. You know, fans and, and players, all right, well, put your, put your money where your mouth is. Well, Tage Thompson wasn't ready to be paid then. Rasmus Dahlin wasn't ready to be paid then, or Matias Samuelson. So they had to go out and get up to the salary cap floor by getting injured players like Ben Bishop. They had to trade for that salary so they would get up to the salary cap floor knowing he never was going to play for the team. And so, of course, what did, what did the fans say? Well, the cheap Sabres again, Pagula's cheap, this, that, the other thing. Well, now he can prove it because these players have earned their contracts. You know, Tage Thompson, seven years, $50 million. Dylan Cousins, seven years, 49-7. You've got Rasmus Dahlin, you know, with, with his new deal, uh, which makes him the second highest paid defenseman in the NHL starting next year. Matias Samuelson, seven years, $30 million. So now people say, wait a minute, Kevin Adams means what he says. And that goes a long way in that locker room. Uh, playoffs, Paul. We're all hungry for it. We want it to happen. How realistic is it? And, and I, I want to take it from the aspect of, all right, to make the playoffs, somebody who made the playoffs last year has to miss, right? You know, you have to jump over somebody. And I'm, I'm looking at the standings, and I'm wondering where you think that might happen. We know the Leafs are good, Carolina's good, Jersey's good. I mean, the Bruins lost some pieces, but they were the best ever regular season team last year. Are they going to fall to out of the playoffs? I don't know. It It's tough there. And by the way, the Penguins, who were tied with the Sabres in points last year, just added a Norris Trophy winner, that's all, to uh, try and improve this year. In Tampa Bay, they won't have their goalie for two months, so that could hurt them. And there's an easy way around that. You can do what the New Jersey Devils did last year. Take care of your own business. Go out and get 105 points, which is a somewhat improvement from what you had last year. But go out and get 105 points, and you don't have to worry about which team you're going to be ahead because you will make the playoffs. They can all figure it out. You know, they can figure out who's not going to make the playoffs because they're all not going to make it up to 105 points. So if you take care of your own business and just go out there and improve more than you better be better than you were last year and do exactly what the New Jersey Devils did and 
they have very similar teams. I've had this discussion with Lindy Ruff. He goes, the Sabres are just like our Devils are. He goes, the young players that are fast. He goes, the, he goes, the Sabres remind me of my team, He's talking about the Devils. So I don't think it's too much to ask. And then, again, you don't have to worry about who's not going to be in the playoffs because if you have 105 points, you're in. Uh, Rick Jenneret. A street is being named after him. Players are going to wear an RJ patch this season. Is there going to be an RJ effect? Yeah, I, I think a lot of players think about it. It's, it. it's a shame that there was never, RJ never got a chance to call a Stanley Cup. You know, and, and you know, I don't remember who said it. it might have been Alex Tuck or Don Granado or somebody said it that, can you imagine what that would have been like, him sitting there calling the game-winning goal of the Stanley Cup Finals? What that call, call would have been like, you know, to hear. And it, it really bothers some of the players that he never had that. So I think definitely he's going to be in the back of their minds. And it's right before – so they should probably be out there when they dedicate the street because it's right before the red carpet or close to being out there. So uh, they'll see it. They'll see uh, R.J. Way when, when it's unveiled. And, uh, yes, uh, definitely, Susan, I think R.J. is going to be in their minds this year. Well, we're all looking forward to it tonight and look forward to more talks with you, Paul. Have a good one. Take care, guys. Paul Hamilton covers the Sabres. Uh, you'll hear him during the call on WGR later on tonight. Puck drops against the Rangers at 7 o'clock. That's the WBEN All Local. All new episodes are made available each weekday morning, produced by the award-winning WBEN Newsroom.